Oh yeah, how we all stand alone in our own minds. Hello everybody and welcome to my podcast. This is Nathan Keezer, The Mind Whisperer. This podcast is meant to heighten your mind to a whole new level. We're going to peel the layers back on racism, relationships, bullying, religion, and a whole bunch of others. So stay tuned and fasten your seatbelts because your mind's going to get heightened to a whole new level. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. This is the Mind Whisper, and today we're going to talk about a really big one called religion. We're going to tie everything together that I've already talked about and give you a strong foundation of understanding on the things that I'm going to talk about after this. So that way we'll all be on the same page. Well, your faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof. Her beauty in the moonlight overthrew you. She tied you to the kitchen chair. She broke your throne and she cut your hair. And from your lips she drew the hallelujah. 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 There is so much strength in that and beauty at the same time. Oh, I love that song. It demonstrates how much pain and anguish you can go through, but yet still remain in control of your own self. Hallelujah. There are so many religions out there that it's not possible really to name all of them and the fractions of them because that is not what is important. Religion is nothing but a a supportive structure and not a leading force. When religion becomes a leading force, it is due to the middle mind element and it goes against what is normal. And when religion is a leading force, it ends up causing everything against what religion stands for. Causes uh, murder and mayhem and genocide. All at the hands of my religion is better than yours. It also causes in-house pedophilia, degradation, and demeaning of fellow people. So when religion is a leading force, it also causes people to break off from that religion and create their own fraction to try and get it right and get back to uh, what religion is supposed to be, but yet still don't have quite the full grasp of what religion is supposed to be totally about, which just sets it up for doom as well, because they still haven't quite grasped what it it is all about and how to uh, utilize it. And when you have religion used as a leading force, you also have people that uh, decide to uh, check out altogether which are called atheists and don't believe in religion or God, perhaps because of religion. And when you don't believe in God, your middle mind uses religion as a justification. So these are some examples of what happens whenever religion is used as a leading force rather than what it's supposed to be used for as a supportive structure. 
a supportive structure for each and every one of us in order to get control of our own minds and not be middle mind led and strayed further from God's words to us. And God couldn't understand why we couldn't master our own minds and yet we strayed further from his words to us. So he ended up sending Jesus here in mortal form to basically find out what the difficulty was on why we couldn't master our own mind and we kept straying further and further from him and his words to us. Back when he did this, we were in pretty uh, turmoil times and uh, eventually uh, it ended up having uh, Jesus crucified because of people who were middle mind led and in power and able to do so. And one of the last words that Jesus said on the cross was, forgive them, Father, they know not what they are doing, because they were middle mind led. And after Jesus was crucified, he came back and gave us biblical texts. And everything in the biblical text that we have, no matter what religion you are in, all biblical texts are telling us the same thing. But biblical text that was given to us by Jesus states many, many times in there on how we need and how to get control of our own middle mind. God gave us emotions because it is so beautiful when they are a driving force in our life and not a leading force in our life. When they are a driving force in our life, it makes us shine bright and beautiful and gives us the strength and love that we need to handle tasks. But when our middle minds, our emotions are a leading force in our life, we cause so much mayhem and destruction and also become controlled by sin. And when we do this, we become further from God's words to us. And that is why in the Bible, it tells us to, um, not indulge in sins and what sins are because whenever we indulge in those we end up losing control of ourselves and our middle mind ends up bombarding us with the uh i what i call feeding the beast of having to concentrate and think about that constantly so when our middle mind is bombarding us when those with those thoughts we end up losing not only ourselves, but we end up not able to hear the words to us because we're hearing so much interference and static from our own middle mind about needing to feed that beast and needing more and more of whatever we are being driven by sin-wise. In creating us, God knew how beautiful we could be when our emotional mind is driving us, not leading us, and Jesus experienced how powerful the middle mind is and how it can destroy us if it's a leading force in our life. And the main reason why it would destroy us is because we're no longer hearing God's words to us and we are straying further and further from his words to where his words or having a harder time penetrating through to us. Jesus understood this, so 
That's why he decided to die for our sins, because he knew the power of the middle mind when it becomes a leading force in our life. And after Jesus was crucified, he came back to us and gave us biblical texts to show us and teach us how to master our own mind and become closer to God's words once again. And even though he died for our sins, it doesn't mean that uh, we can go fly off the handle and be sinners and without any accountability. That's not what it was intended for. It was intended for knowing that uh, we are mortal beings and we are going to make mistakes because of how strong our middle mind is. As mere mortals, how are we to know and determine when we are being led by our middle mind or driven by our middle mind? One of the biggest clues that we are being driven by our middle mind is true humbleness. And when we are led by our middle mind, we still have the sense that uh, we feel out of control, but yet uh, we are uh, trying to feed the beast per se. And it just sounds so good. It has to be because of how good it sounds. So I have to be doing the right thing. I need this. I have to have it. I will take it. Well, that doesn't seem very humble now, does it? The middle mind will also trick us into thinking that uh, we're doing the right thing. And usually it will use another emotion in order to justify it being humble or correct. And that is usually a dead giveaway whenever you have uh, laughter or joking around or even anger or love as uh, it being the right thing to do. But when you are driven by your middle mind, the humbleness gives you a severe calm and strength that uh, the task at hand is the right thing and uh, it will be handled one way or another and you will always have that calmness through it. Your middle mind will try and trick you and make you uh, rethink it, question yourself. But in the end of that questioning, you'll still have that uh, humbleness and uh, overwhelming strength and calm. So that is one big reason and way of knowing if you are being led by your middle mind or driven by your middle mind. This is the one thing why we are all here to do. It doesn't matter what continent you live on, what color you are, what gender you are or what religion you see yourself as in order to support you. We are all here to master our own minds and be beautiful while doing it. So each and every one of us deserves the basic amount of respect, and that is for us to uh, respect each other in knowing that we each individually have to get control and master our own minds. And the only time that basic respect goes null and void is whenever somebody sells themselves out and our middle mind led. Standing up to somebody who is middle mind led is crucial in us remaining in control of our own minds and closer to God's words to us. And it is extremely powerful whenever we can all unite together and stand against the ones who have sold themselves out 
and are led by their own middle minds. All of the biblical texts we've been given has been directing us to do this one thing, and that is to get control of our own middle mind and not let it lead us so we can hear God's words to us. Doesn't matter what religion you are, because religion was set up to just be a supportive structure. We can come together and congregate to help each other maintain and stay in control of our own minds, because we all pray to the same God. And the reason why there's different biblical texts is just so it can help others understand in their own way what we are all actually supposed to be doing. And the only main reason why biblical texts have been misunderstood is because of the middle mind element. The one thing that we are instructed to uh, get control of and put in its proper order we have used to uh, lead us and thinking that biblical text means one thing when it truly means the opposite. God or Satan can't mess with free will, but they can both talk to us through a certain way. And if we are led by our middle minds, i.e. lust, greed, sin, or infidel, yes, there is a few versions of... Uh, what it is meaning when somebody is middle mind led and out of control, whether it's sinner, infidel, or so on, but it all still means the same. And when we are led by our middle minds, i.e. sinners, infidels, we put ourselves further from God's words to us. And there's only one thing that would uh, thrive off of us being out of control and middle mind led. And that would be Satan, because it would put us further from God's words to us if we were middle mind led and out of control through any sin or being an infidel. So then on the other hand, in order to be closer to God and God's words to us, we need to be in control of our own mind and not let our middle mind bombard us with desires or thoughts to keep us from his words to us and keep us humble. And that's why it is severely important that uh, we try and keep control of our own minds as much as possible, even as hard as it can be because of the middle mind being so persuasive. We still must do it in order to represent ourselves and keep our basic amount of respect from others, as well as hearing God's words to us to keep us humble. So now you have a, a basic understanding that uh, what religion truly represents and that it's not a leading force. It's actually a, a driving and supportive force for us for those reasons that I've already explained. For us to stay in control of our own mind and be strong like God wishes us to be. It doesn't matter what continent you live on, what color you are, or what gender you are. What does matter is that we are in control of our own selves and we're able to stand up and unite against the ones who are not. So using other people's religion as justification to demean and degrade them, we clearly know that is middle mind led and they are out of control because we know what the truth is now. The truth is, is that religion is not a leading force and strength and beauty comes within you getting control of your own mind 
because that's what God wishes us to be, beautiful and strong by being in control of our own mind. So when your middle mind is bombarding you with thoughts of degrading and demeaning yourself, we clearly know that Satan's trying to push you further away from God's words and denying you of your own life. And when he does that, he also pushes another person out of control, the one that uh, is taking the abuse from the one who is middle mind led and out of control. So he's pretty much gaining two out of one being out of control. But now we know what the real truth and we're able to push back and stay in control of ourselves and not let somebody who is middle mind led and out of control to send us emotional led and out of control. God knows how strong and powerful the emotional mind is. So he understands whenever you become middle mind led and he just sits back and waits for you to get back control of yourself and come back to him. So praying to him is important, but what is more important is that you're able to listen and hear his response back to you. And the only way you can hear those words to you is by remaining in control of your own mind and not let Satan send you out of control and keep you from him. And Satan has sent so many beautiful souls out of control and sent them into the darkness away from God. And hopefully what we've learned today, we're able to uh, stand up and unite against that and help the ones who have went out of control and let them know that they are truly a beautiful soul and the grasp that has them right now is weak in comparison to the love that God has for them. So when we see people in school or anywhere else demeaning and degrading somebody else in order for their own empowerment, we know how weak that is and where it truly comes from now. And when you are in control of your own mind, you're able to pick out certain variables and uh, situations when the middle mind holds the truth from you. And those one-on-one -on -one situations is when I shine. So I try and gather up as much information as I can to help you guys understand where this stuff is truly coming from. So I hope you all have a better understanding now of what religion is truly used for. And the only one that you're accountable for is you. And pay more attention to uh, listening to the advice from God rather than trying to uh, pay more attention on praying and telling him what uh, you need. And since we are all here to do the same thing, why don't we all unite together in order to uh, fight off Satan's grasp and not let Satan use other religions as justification to be middle mind led and out of control because we already now know that uh, religion is just a supportive structure and not a leading force. So he has no power there anymore. And being in control of our own mind is where we shine and become really beautiful and do all the beautiful things. Because that's what happens when emotional mind is a driving force behind truth and logic and facts. But if you do go out of control, just know that not to let it get too far out because you can reel it back in and be back in control yourself now that you know where it is coming from that's sending you out of control. Because you have 
that power. And hopefully now you have a better understanding of uh, what it means to be in control of your own self truly. And you can tell the true difference between the two and feel the strength and beauty that holds in being in control of your own mind. And when you think that you have everything in life that you need or want, but yet still when things are quiet and you get that haunting sensation or feeling that there's something you're missing, there's something more that you need to know, this is what it is about. This is why you keep getting that nagging feeling. And you needing to know what you just learned now. So that'll pretty much wrap it up for this. And I think next week, we'll go ahead and talk about relationships. Men are not from one planet, women from another. We'll go ahead and peel those layers back and expose the truth. So until then, we'll see you next week. And stay in control of yourself. And be beautiful and strong. Bye.